0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy 2013. Welcome back to the LaughSpin podcast. I am Mike with Dylan Godino. Hello, Dylan. Hey. Oh my, OMG.
2: I totally, I totally forgot it was 2013. Happy New Year. Oh my gosh. Did you do anything fun, Michael?
1: Yes. We go to Philly to a friend of mine's house and uh, we have some fun. We uh, catch up with a bunch of friends. We drink a lot of uh, expensive liquor and liqueur and uh, usually pass out around 3 a.m. And it was exactly as I said. It was perfect. That's great. What's that like? What? Having friends.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's been fun man you should try it it's been such a long time you're my friend oh <laughs> i feel i feel all warm and cuddly do you want to know do you want to know what i did i kind of do we we were in the process of moving uh we're moving from our condo which is about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars underwater uh and is likely gonna go uh, it is likely going to foreclose yeah um not to get super personal uh, but it totally was it, was, it was not my fault. It was not my fault. The, uh, the, the, the condo association was mismanaged. They have no money and they assessed everybody like tens of thousands of dollars. So we're just skedaddling. So anyway, we were in the process of that. And so we were still in the condo. Uh, so we were sleeping on an air mattress and me and my wife and my son, uh, my older son had burritos and we watched Survivor Man wow that was my new year's eve
1: you know what man that is very very like oddly close to how we (laughs) spent valentine's day that's oddly close (laughs) (laughs) it's like we're
2: the same person
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's great well you know what though man i i wish you the best as far as your uh your house hunting and you know trying to fix your living situation because that sucks dude we've We've all been hit hard by uh, Hurricane Sandy, and out of the two of us, you the hardest. But uh but I'm uh, dude I'm psyched to be back doing this again. I, I I missed it. I'm I'm glad that we were able to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays and for your uh your stuff going on. And but now we're back and, and man has a lot of stuff been going on.
2: There has been a lot. Oh, and I wanted to I wanted cool. to mention your interview with Jim Jeffries I thought was excellent. Uh we oh. call we called it episode thirty two point five Right uh, of the Laugh Spin podcast, so uh, you could go to iTunes, you could go to SoundCloud, you could go, you could go to Laughspin.com and search Jim Jeffries. Uh, his show is coming out very soon on FX. Yes. And Mike uh, had a really great phone chat with uh, Jim. Uh, they talked about him becoming a new father. They talked about the the new show. My favorite, my favorite part of the interview mm-hmm. is when you start talking to him about his co-star uh, DJ. Qualls, is that how yes. you pronounce his last name? Yes. And he says something like, he plays a a, a, a handicapped guy. I don't know if he's paraplegic he's got, or what, but MS. he plays his, his best friend, got, Yeah. and he's in a wheelchair, and Jim Jeffries says something like, the best thing about DJ is that he looks handicapped, but he's totally able to to do things a handicapped person can't do.
1: Yeah, it was great. And then my favorite part was the fact that uh, they – they were only going to use him for the one episode, but the uh, the test audience loved him so much that he's right. now a recurring character.
2: <laughs> like, what kind of sick fucks did they put into that test room?
1: <laughs> I know. That's great. That's great. I can't wait for the show, man. Yeah, it comes out, uh, I think, I think next week or, yeah, something like that on... Um on fx uh check your local listings but, but yeah it was it was it was awesome dude i appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to talk to him it was it was great he's he's one of my faves and i was psyched to uh bring up the paul mccartney story that he he uh, was like oh i don't tell a lot of people about that and i was like yeah well you know <laughs> <laughs> acting like a big shot that's right yeah speaking of big shots um the other thing i gotta say before we get into the news is uh the all things com, which we're a part of uh, happily uh just added a couple of new shows uh the champs podcast with neil brennan and um, moshe kasher and dj dog pound yeah that's a
2: good one i'm super i'm super excited to be uh affiliated with those fuckers
1: i'm sorry dj doug pound i should say
2: <laughs> right right right
1: and then it says fucks with it i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> that's some kind of gangsta talk. Oh, Also, too, uh, added this week, Soccer Comics. Soccer is the greatest sport in the world, and it is stand-up comedians Ian Edwards and Jason uh, Gilliarns? Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, yeah don't I, d- I don't know him. I know Ian. Ian's hilarious. Well, it's their favorite topic to insult each other about, so that's called Soccer Comics, and that's on the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com. Okay, so... Would you like to get into some comedy news, sir? Yes, let's do it. Comedy news, let's please. All right, Jeff Garland. Speaking of podcasts, Jeff Garland is going to be launching his own podcast. Jeff Garland, who uh, you may know from Kirby Enthusiasm, has a new podcast coming out on Earwolf.com. What else you got on this, sir? Well, uh,
2: it's it's another comedian on comedian podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> uh, so so basically, what's it, this is this is uh, this is a little different. Uh, Jeff Garland for a little over a year or or so has been doing live shows at the Largo in um, in Los Angeles, which is you know the place where all the cool kids hang out. You know the Paul sure. F. Tompkins, Zach Alphanakis, Tig Tignataro. That's where all those kids go and and try out their new stuff and all the cool shows are there in L.A. So he's been having uh, a weekly, uh, not a weekly. I I don't know if it's monthly. It's 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 recurring. Let's say mm-hmm. let's say that it's a in conversation uh live show where he talks to a bunch of guests and he's talked to uh larry david and lena dunham michael moore mitch Hurwitz, the guy who created arrested development so he's been doing this in front of a live crowd but he didn't really have any plans as to what they were going to do with the audio and earwolf approached him and said hey why don't we make this a podcast and that's what's happening. So nice. that premieres on uh July, what's today? While well, we record this. Today's the 8th of January. 8th, 9th, 10th. So July 10th,
1: July 10th or January
2: 10th? January 10th and July 10th. It's the <laughs> same it's like the same month. It's like the same <laughs> climate in on the East Coast, you know. So <laughs> January January 10th, that premieres. um, It's going to be on Earwolf.com, of course, and and on iTunes. And Jeff's, uh, it's the Larry David episode. So it's going to be Jeff Garland talking to a bunch of uh, really famous people
1: very cool and and jeff garland has this way jeff garland when you watch him on curb i i, I have to imagine this is how he is in real life too and it's but you probably see it in these interviews his speech is such that you could be like somebody actually could write that on a piece of paper and that would be really funny to to just say right he's he's, he's great i love jeff garland
2: i uh i really in, enjoy him as well i've only i met him once uh and and it actually it has to do with largo a few years ago we, when lapsman.com was punchline, we put on an an- a West Coast anniversary show. Nice. Uh, and, it, you know, we booked uh, Mark Marin, Greg Proops, uh, Maria Bamford, Whitney Cummings. And at the last minute, Whitney Cummings couldn't do it, but she was nice enough to get a replacement. And that replacement was Jeff Garland. Uh, so it was great to see him do stand up, and after the show, uh, you know, I, I was I was paying all the comics, and he seemed genuinely surprised that I was like giving him money to perform at the show. I just thought that was I thought that was kind of uh, adorable of him, where he was That's like, cool. "Oh, he's like, oh, okay." I mean, he took it. <laughs> well, he could have hey, been. He could have been like, "Hey, no, 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 it's my pleasure." <laughs> but he was a. He was all right, a, I'll take it he was a su- he was a super nice guy
1: cool man well that's good to hear jeff garland new podcast coming out earwolf uh next week so uh so yeah check it out all right also uh up on the docket here andy antrist who uh is a interesting comedian i've actually seen him perform he is releasing <laughs> this is just sentence this I'm, I I'm, I'm a lover of funny sentences just yeah. words alone and this is by itself a funny sentence Comedian Andy Andrews will release video of accused molester. That's an, uh, a sentence you'll never hear ever again. What, yeah. What, what? 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 What does this mean? Yeah. What's when, happening.
2: When I when I when I wrote this story, I was tempted to say that this isn't a joke, but I, I didn't want to come off cheeky. But it's it's not a joke. So a few months ago, if 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 you follow Andy Andrews on Twitter, and judging by the number of followers he has, which is under a thousand, you probably don't. Mm. Uh, but I've been following him for the last few months, and he's been tweeting about this this guy who molested him when he was uh, when he was a kid. Right. And so he and Doug Stanhope confronted him in Port St. Lucie, Florida, November fourth, and video videotaped the confrontation. And as far as I can tell, it wasn't like a hostile thing or anything. But basically. According to court documents, he has him on tape. And this guy's name, by the way, is Stephen P. Spleen. Uh, He lives in Port St. Lucie, Florida. So uh, allegedly he has this guy, Stephen P. Spleen, admitting that he molested Andy Andrus between the ages of 11 and 13 from 1976 to 1981. And the courts down in Florida had levied an injunction saying that Andy Andrus could not show the video last week that injunction was lifted (laughs) on on january 4th i don't know why i'm laughing i i want to laugh and cry at the same time on january 4th the uh the judge lifted the injunction and now the video apparently is fair game and andy andrus tweeted uh that he is going to show the video during super bowl sunday
1: wow it's better than a halftime show i bet
2: I don't Yeah. I mean, I don't know <laughs> how how he's going to do it or when exactly.
1: I kind of hope he does it like a like a, you know, a big Super Bowl commercial reveal. Like yeah. a lot of fanfare behind it and maybe is like, you know, branded by like Doritos or. <laughs> that or
2: <laughs> I, I, I feel bad laughing, but I, I, I get the sense that he at this point he wants he wants people to laugh about
0: it.
1: Well, and yeah, absolutely. Because one of the things that you wrote here in the article, too, is that he filmed a set for HBO's stand-up show, Jim Norton's Down and Dirty, in 2008, which, oddly enough, I was actually at, I I saw this. Oh, really? performance. And he talks about it. That was the whole, that was like part of his bit, was, you know, he talks about the, so I, obviously, it's it's a thing where, you know, he's bothered by it, yes, but now he's like kind of using his his gift of comedy and telling jokes and making, you know, light of a terrible situation, but also getting kind of closure in the way too, I guess. It yeah. Seems. So, wow, this is, uh, it's, it's crazy. This whole thing's pretty friggin' nuts. But, hey, I, you know, I definitely expect his Twitter followers to go up.
2: Oh, yeah, abs- absolutely, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl, but now I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, at least the day the Super Bowl falls, which is, uh,
1: what, February 3rd. February 3rd very cool so there you go Andy interests. may this bring you closure sir that's all I can give you may this bring you closure and, and hopefully more Twitter followers <laughs> yes would you like to get to some fucking audio the first fucking audio of 2013 yeah yeah alright well D- uh, David Letterman sat down with Oprah Winfrey um, to do a, a long interview on uh, Oprah's show on her network OWN which is exactly like the Oprah Winfrey show but without the audience <laughs> <laughs> so Dave sat down and, and talked to Oprah about a bunch of things, including uh the whole Jay Leno thing and uh, his life kind of he got kind of personal which is which is odd because Dave has always been a very private guy, so you know Oprah kind of asked him some some pretty interesting questions and of course, you know Dave and Oprah have a history together, so it was a, it was an interesting interview to to say the least both so we have a couple of uh, clips from that actually, and the first one we want to play. Is Oprah asking him about his heart surgery? That uh, Dave had heart surgery what, it was about ten years ago at this point, right?
2: Yeah, almost eleven. Yeah,
1: Dave Letterman talking about his heart surgery.
2: Was your heart surgery also humbling
3: for you? My heart surgery, I loved. I loved everything about it. <laughs> I, I just, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was dramatic. I was the star of it. Uh, I got to talk about myself every day to everybody. And I loved everything about it. I just, and I met some wonderful people uh, that I'm, we're, we're still friends, good friends of the family. And it's, I think it's coming up on 11 years. So uh, they did a great job. They did a fantastic Obviously. job. And uh, God, it was thrilling.
2: But I asked, was it humbling? Was it humbling? Did it give you a different perspective on life? No. You didn't,
3: no, none no. of that. I'll tell you what it did. It. Uh, I was a, a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And a, a, a Hall of Fame hypochondriac. A real one. Yeah. Bonafide. So uh, Bonafide. You, go, you go through heart surgery, that that takes the edge off your hypochondria, because now you really got something. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you don't
2: have to make another no, thing up.
3: No. And, and what I learned was, these people who do this are so good and so talented, you have no choice but to trust them, because they literally have your heart in their hands. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so scared, and then I realized when it was all done, I had nothing to be afraid of at all. These people are unbelievable. And it, it gave me uh, respect for them that I never before would have had. So what changed? Something shifted in you. Something shifted. I think it might have been
2: Harry. That's when I started to notice a difference with yeah, you. Probably.
3: Yeah, probably. I, I think... Uh, something
2: have, happened to you. You
3: have three things. Uh, by the way, everything good has come subsequent to my heart surgery. So this this was a a, a, a landmark for me personally. Yeah. Uh, hair, uh, heart surgery, hairy, and a therapeutic dose of a, an SSRI. Those three things, and and my wife.
1: All happened because.
3: Yeah, I think I, I'm a result of the influences of all four of those. All four things. of those. Yeah.
1: So there you go. There is Dave talking about his uh, his heart surgery with Oprah, and of course, there's the uh, there's a lot more clips on LastSpin.com. Alrighty, uh let's see here. Moving on, Jerry Seinfeld's web series "Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee" will return, <laughs> which is a great title for some. So, what do you got on this?
2: Our listeners will
1: probably
2: be familiar with this. There was ten episodes. Uh, of this uh, in in 2012 he interviewed everybody from brian regan to alec baldwin to michael richards Uh, basically the premise the premise of this of this show is jerry seinfeld drives around in in incredibly expensive cars uh talks to a comedian friend and then eventually they end up at a place where they serve coffee and sometimes they they drink coffee and they and they have uh, an interview so Uh, It it aired on crackle.com, which uh, I believe is owned by Sony, which Jerry Seinfeld is, has a very long relationship with. Right. Um, So they've re-upped it. They're going to do 24 episodes, uh, Mm. which I think is going to be interesting uh, because I have a feeling Jerry's going to have to not just rely on his buddies. Uh, I'm not saying Jerry Seinfeld doesn't have uh, tons of friends, but i get a i get the sense that he's interviewed 10 of his friends already right uh i know tom papa's definitely got to be on on this new season <laughs> uh short of that i i he's he's going to have to become a real interviewer i think
1: yeah and you know uh it's going to it's going to be weird to see yeah where it goes if if he's starting to bring in people that he kind of knows you know, because everybody knows that Jerry really doesn't pull any punches. So, you know, are these going to be slightly uncomfortable?
2: <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I mean, I, I would love to see him bring in like, like Mark Marin and like Bill Burr. Right. Uh, you know, I, I especially, especially with, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I, I would love to see. Do you think Chris uh, Rock's going to be on one of them? Oh yeah, I forgot about Chris. Yeah, so Chris Rock definitely Louis, right? So you figure Louis, uh, Chris Rock, Tom Papa.
1: He's already done Larry David. He'll probably do uh, Jason Alexander.
2: Yeah, that'd be a good one.
1: Yeah. Ju- Ju- Julia Louis Dreyfus. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: hey, but I mean, even even with that, there's like what 18 people that he's still got to get.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll find out. Second season, crackle dot com, which uh, you can get. You can actually get that on your because I I, I I picked it up oh, not too long ago on your cell phone if you have a smartphone. Sure, you can get a yeah. crackle app. Yep, yeah. and uh, and check out some of the good stuff that's on there. Fred Armisen, Megan Mullally, Kate. Um, oh my God, Kate McChuichi. Yeah. Yes. Boom. Boom. Did did joins you have a the buddy? cast for IFC's animated series. Out there. What the hell is out there sir (laughs) i'm just gonna
2: read what i wrote because i let's say out there chronicles the coming of age misadventures of socially awkward chad his little brother jay which is voiced by kate and his best friend chris uh that's according to the folks at IFC living in the small town of Holford the boys wander its surreal bleak landscape waiting out their last few years of adolescence along the way viewers meet Chad's conservative parents Wayne who's uh John uh John DiMaggio from Futurama voices
1: oh wow big one
2: yep huge uh and Rose is the other parent uh which Megan Mullally uh, plays as well as Chris's single mother, Joni, which is Pamela Adlin, who we all know from uh, Lucky Louie, who played Louis C.K.'s uh, wife and also turns up in um, uh, his, his new series. Yep. Oh, and uh, Joni has a disastrous boyfriend, uh, Terry, uh, who's played <laughs> by Fred Armisen. They also meet the object of Chad's affection, Sharla, who's played by Linda Cardellini,
1: Oh, I love Which, her.
2: I know, about time. Freaks and geeks.
1: Oh, she's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, she's oh, man. Scooby Doo, she was fucking hot, smoking hot Velma. <laughs> such a such a geek fantasy. Oh, god. No, no, no. Okay. Let, let's I'm, let's ex- let's right.
2: let's explore this, Mike. <laughs> all
1: right. We have more audio, sir. Oh, oh fine. Sure. Skirt the issue. What what was the issue? <laughs> uh, Anthony Jezelnik, who you may know from all of the Comedy Central roasts, he uh, he has a new album out and it's coming out January thirteenth, and it's called what? What is it called? It's called Caligula. It's. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Well, that's perfect for Anthony. Uh, as is this little clip here, which is a, uh, a track called Suicide Chunk. <laughs> and it's Anthony Jesenik, right here.
0: One thing I've learned in all my years of doing stand-up comedy is that people get really upset. Audiences get really upset. If I ever try to tell a joke about suicide, uh, so because of that, here are four jokes about suicide. <laughs> That's appropriate. (laughs) I've uh, I've got a long history of suicide in my family. The good news is it skips a generation. So if I'm lucky, my kids will do it. I'll never forget my sister Ashley tried to kill herself last year uh, by throwing herself off a cliff, which was awful. I'm actually the one who found her, and I had to drive her to the cliff. (laughs) When I was a kid, my Uncle Tom killed himself. Uh, I remember that because the family actually tried to cover it up. Make it look like he accidentally shot himself playing regular roulette. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no one, no one was fooled. did But I think the worst for me was probably my cousin, Ty, who killed himself a couple of years ago. That was hard because he was just like a little bit older than me. I would always go to him for advice. You know? And he was great with it, too whether I was asking about school or girls, just life in general, you know? He always said the same thing to me. He'd say, Anthony, kill yourself. <laughs> I miss that guy.
1: There it is. Anthony Jeselnik and his, uh, his suicide chunk from his new album, Caligula coming out January 13th. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, fucking, it's a great brazen name to name your album. <laughs> well, you know, he his,
2: his first album was called Shakespeare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: Which we named the number one album of that year, I believe two years ago.
1: <laughs> wow. Very cool. Well, let's see if he's got a follow-up here and yeah. uh, starts 2013 off with a bang. So check that out uh, Jan- January 13th. All right, uh, remember when we talked about that the Living uh, the In Living Color reboot? Yep. Well, guess what? It's not fucking happening. <laughs> noop, noop, noop. Uh, this is uh yeah, according to New York Mag, the In Living Color reboot that was supposed to happen uh from Fox, no, is not happening and uh the Wayans family was not amused and uh the, the yeah it, it's it's not happening which which is fine with me i don't care
2: yeah it's it seemed so it seemed so weird they were it, it was supposed to come back as a two episode special mm. it it was just so weird I, I and and they cast and they have a completely they they cast a bunch of people uh it was a whole big to do and I, I just don't understand why they went about doing it that way. And I, and I knew something was up because I, I had talked to like publicists who had represented, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, their clients who were, were cast and I was just getting no news about it. And it was supposed to be this huge thing. And uh, I don't know. So I, I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. not going to happen on Fox. Who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe it'll pop up on, on Hulu or, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine that it, the shit is so bad that it can't live online someplace, and I can't imagine that the Wayans, you know, won't find a home for it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I, did they did they really even want it? Did they did they want it to happen? Or they just,
2: I don't know. Like yeah. I, they did it. I you know, I, I just don't I don't understand what what with the uh, why. I I don't understand. You don't understand like, what their kerfuffle is all about. Well, I, I don't understand if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in living color back, bring it bring it back. Yeah, like bring it back, uh, cast it well. Yep. And and bring it back. Don't I mean? As, as the best I could I could figure is that it was uh, a test. Uh, you know, let's get let's get Keenan back on it. Let's cast some new people. We'll spit it, we'll spit two episodes out, see if people react to it. If they react positively to it, then, you know, let's order, you know, ten episodes. That, right. that's, uh, that's the best case scenario I, I could come up with, but,
1: but as I don't of, know. as of now, Living Color reboot, dead in the water. Sorry, folks. Sorry. All right, we move on to our last story of the day, and uh, this is breaking news. Breaking news. From the Lapspin News Desk, here's Dylan Godino with some breaking news. Uh, pe- <laughs> people want to people want to
2: arrest Cat Williams. Why? Because <laughs> he's an evil person. No, I don't, he's not. He's not evil. He, the guy's just troubled. Yeah. He's. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not gonna go over all the things that he's been arrested for and detained for in the last, say, two months. But suffice it to say, he's been arrested on several occasions, uh, occasions, several occasions over the holidays. He was detained for a little while uh, because uh, they were uh, they you know, he was detained on suspicion of child endangerment because uh, I think this situation was he, he was at home with his kids. But Kat has many guns uh, so I don't, I don't know somebody must have called i, I don't know right. why or you know cat always says that people are targeting you know the the law is targeting him because he's black because they think he's no good i don't know maybe there's something to it i mean uh you know i don't understand how they know that he's got you know and, and i'm pretty sure the way cat was talking about it uh, I mean, according to Cat, the guns weren't like laying around because his big thing. I think TMZ shoved a camera in his face, and yeah. he he said something like, "Listen, if the cops come into your house and go into your 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 gun safes, you're gonna find guns."
3: <laughs> yeah, which makes okay. which
2: makes, so which not, makes sense. Not like, yes.
1: Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's not like they were just like hanging out on the coffee table. You're right.
2: Right, right. Unless unless they were and Kat's just not saying. But anyway, uh the reason there's uh there's a warrant out for his arrest is because he forgot to show up in court uh for an arraignment hearing on January seventh. Uh and this was this was tied to uh <laughs> uh he, he there was a bench warrant issued because um he allegedly um Led police in Sacramento on a on a chase where he was <laughs> riding a three wheeled motorcycle on sidewalks and <laughs> and I I don't know I, again I I I'm sorry I'm laughing nobody was hurt but just the image of Cat Williams like I don't know riding like, a who, trike who who the fuck does this
1: right riding a motorized trikey. <laughs> there's got to be a YouTube clip of that somewhere please <laughs> it'd be great
2: so we'll see so uh my message to cat not that he's gonna hear this is get uh, just relax get some help please get some help before you die i don't want to see you die nobody wants to see you die right man Uh, yeah absolutely get it try try to get it together lay low take your money save your money and uh you know get some help lay low
1: Get some help, get some help, absolutely. All right, so there you go. There's, uh, there's your breaking news for today. And we're going to end you. We're going to end. We're going to end you. Yeah, we're going to end you. We're going to end you! <laughs> we're going to end today by giving you one more piece of the David Letterman interview. This is a little bit about the possibility of David retiring. Qua? Okay, let me ask you this. You're 65. Johnny was 66.
3: Are you tired? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about it? Uh, yes, I have, I have thought about it. And, and here's what I've come up with. Uh, I, uh, Les Moonves, the guy who owns CBS, he and I started out in a very contentious relationship. Are you friends now? Yes. Okay. I, I really abused him because I thought that's what guys in that position were for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Easy target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I realized I was making mistakes uh, and they've been nothing but gracious and mm-hmm. generous to me. So now he and I have an agreement. When he wants me to go, all he's got to do is call and say, you know, Dave, it's time to go, and I'll go. Uh, I will miss doing what I'm doing, uh, but I won't feel like I have left anything on the table. When it's time to go, somebody else tell me. Because I don't know when it's time to go. I I feel like it's time to go now, and you're not not telling me. (laughs) We've had enough of you, Dave. (laughs)
1: Dave is not leaving until they kick him out. For all you Letterman fans, very cool, very cool. But like I said, the rest of the interview up on laughspin.com You can see a bunch of more clips, more video clips of that great interview with Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey. This was awesome. Great to be back in the swing of things, and I think we did a hell of a job. If I do say so myself.
2: Oh my God, we we should win. Uh, we should win awards for this.
1: I know. Please.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, and let's let's do this again. If you're if you've listened to the end of this podcast. Okay. Email me, Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at com, and we will shout you out. We, or Mike, Mike will come up with an incredibly creative shout-out on the next episode.
1: There you go. I will do it. That is a promise. And uh, And also make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already, and you can hear us all over the place. Uh, the Stitchers, the SoundClouds, the iTunes, the All Things Comedy. Uh, why don't you give all of your plugs, sir?
2: Guys, you should be uh, following us on uh, Twitter at LaughSpin.com. Facebook, uh, we're on the Tumblr. That's about it. Like I said, if you want to drop a line, I'm at Dylan at LaughSpin.com.
1: And I'm at Mike at mastersofnone.com. Masters of none. what is that, you may you ask? Oh, okay, well, I will let you know. It is my other podcast that I'm part of. Masters of None, none mastersofnone.com. Appreciate that one, guys. And yeah, man. Good to be back. We will see you next week, 2013. Last Bin Podcast. See ya.